Bo Wolf is here to help us understand what could happen there. He's an Eagles writer for allphilly.com. Bo, welcome. How are you today, sir? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Our, our pleasure. So uh, I guess uh, heading into this one, uh, injuries for both teams, uh, what do you have on your list? Who, who are the biggest outs tonight? Yeah, so the Eagles uh, suffered some serious injuries to the middle of their defense. Uh, those are the big ones in week one. They're, they're going to be missing Nicobe Dean, who was placed on injured reserve after uh, hurting himself week one. And then Reed Blankenship, their starting safety, uh, is going to miss this game with a rib injury. There are a couple other guys. The running back, Kenny Gainwell, is out. But the sort of the Eagles' like organizational philosophy on defense is when they're spending big money on the line of scrimmage and on quarterback and on wide receiver – the place that they like to borrow from uh, to go a little bit cheaper is, is linebacker and safety in the middle of the field. And so they are pretty barren there. Uh, you're looking at probably Christian Ellis and Zach Cunningham starting in the middle at linebacker, and then some combination of Justin Evans, Terrell Edmonds, and the third-round rookie Sidney Brown starting at safety. And that is a potential recipe for disaster for them against you know T.J. Hawkinson, who can make waves in the middle of the field. Obviously, the Vikings do a good job moving around Justin Jefferson, and even the rookie Jordan Addison, I think, could have a big game. So for the Eagles on defense, this is going to be all about if they can get to Kirk Cousins before he can get rid of the ball. Now, their defensive line was awesome in week one. The rookie Jalen Carter, the first-round pick, looks like you know he can be a star right away. Jordan Davis, last year's first-round pick, played probably the best game of his career in week one. Milton Williams is involved there as well, and Fletcher Cox, too. So the middle of that defensive line against the Vikings offensive line that's going to be missing their starting center and is not very good to begin with, that's where the Eagles can win this game on defense. But if the Vikings can protect Kirk Cousins, it certainly feels like he's going to have an opportunity to to throw the ball over the middle of the field with relative ease. Yeah, so I'm going back to last week, Mac Jones completing uh, 15 out of 15 passes when he released the ball in two seconds or less. Uh, with, uh, you know, How did the Eagles sort of, I guess, get over that, and, and how much of a struggle was it? And obviously with Cousins without their, their center tonight for Minnesota, maybe not the same issue. Yeah, I think, you know, the book on Cousins is, is generally speaking, that he holds the ball a little bit longer. You know, uh, Kevin O'Connell likes to run that play action, sort of seven-step drops from under center. But that's he's usually ranks a little bit more towards the middle um, of the league in that area. He is capable of getting the ball, rid of the ball quickly. Now, those Mac Jones quick throws, while he completed those, they didn't really hurt the Eagles that much. So there were a lot of sort of wide receiver screens that went for, you know, four, five, six yards. The Eagles will take that all day. I think what they're worried about is, you know, those passes, you know, between 10 and 25 yards down the middle of the field. And Kirk Cousins is going to need a little bit more time uh, to make that happen. So I think like any time that the Vikings hand the ball off or Kirk Cousins is throwing the ball short in this game, the Eagles will probably take that as a win. But, uh, you know, right now they're also without James Bradbury, one of their two starting corners who suffered a concussion week one. So that means, you know, I imagine that Darius Slay is going to follow Justin Jefferson for most of this game. But if not, you know, he's going to have an opportunity to go up against a guy like Josh Job, who is the presumed starter here. He's a second-year player, undrafted out of Alabama, who had a very good camp but uh, certainly has not proven himself on a level of being able to cover Justin Jefferson. You got into it a bit there. Which player versus player battle are you looking most forward to tonight? Yeah, you know, I guess I would say probably Jalen Carter again against the middle of the the Vikings offensive line, uh, just because it was such an impressive debut for him. You know, I think pressures are sort of a, a too subjective of a stat in my mind. However, you know, it, it is notable that Jalen Carter led all NFL defensive tackles in pressures 
last week in the very first game of his career. You know, defensive tackles traditionally take a longer time uh, to develop, and for him to hit the ground running sort of mirrors what we saw in training camp where sort of he was the talk of the locker room. Everybody was like, I can't believe how good this guy is right away. It seems like that is carrying over to the regular season, so he has a, a chance to be a game wrecker in this matchup. But I would say for the, for the Vikings, if they're thinking about it, you know, I, I know that they want to get Justin Jefferson the ball, and I certainly think that he has an opportunity to bounce back from his game against the Eagles last year when he was shut down for the most part. I still think that, like, uh, T.J. Hawkinson over the middle of the field against what the Eagles have there might be where they think they can, they can really rely on in this game. Bo, I always like to start to a football game because you've got those scripted plays and sort of casing out what, you know, the, what, what the other side is going to do. How do you think this game starts tonight? Uh, it's a good question. I think, I think on the, the side of the ball that we're still talking about, you know, I think they probably want to test out those linebackers and safeties for the Eagles. Um, I think on the other side of the ball, I think the Eagles want to take some deep shots, um, and I think they want to get the ball to Dallas Goddard, which is, you know, they, they sort of want to do some overcorrections from week one. Dallas Goddard had no catches. You know, he's one of the best tight ends in the league. That's not something that they want to continue to have. It was only one target. Um, I think they, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if on the very first play of the game, it's a pass to Dallas Goddard. Um, but other than that, you know, they only had one completion of over 15 yards uh, last week. Now, A.J. Brown had like a 48-yard catch that was by the sideline, and that was overturned because he barely bobbled it a little bit. But uh, I, I think against this Vikings defense that is so blitz-heavy under Brian Flores, I think the Eagles will, will think that they can take some shots downfield and make some big plays. And so I wouldn't be surprised if on the first possession you see a couple shots deep from the Eagles. Well, let, let's end on this. Uh, from an Eagles perspective, biggest concern, and maybe it was the injuries that you said right off the start of this interview. Yeah, I think for this game in particular, the biggest concern is those injuries in the middle of the field. I think trying to figure out what they're going to do on defense in the middle of the field. I think if you're asking, you know, the biggest concern, big picture, I would probably say like the, the Eagles offensive line, which they bank on being one of the, you know, one or two or three best in the league, wasn't very good in week one. Now, the, the Patriots' front is very good. I think that Patriots' defense has a chance to be a top-five defense. But if the Eagles' offensive line is going to be just okay instead of great, you know, Lane Johnson had probably the worst game I've seen him play in a long time, then all of a sudden, the, the, you know, the upside for this Eagles team and the Eagles' offense, uh, it drops dramatically. And I think that would be the thing that, that like, if you're Howie Roseman and you're and – you're, evaluating what you think you had and what you're worried you might not have. I think that's the, the one where he's, you know, he knew that the linebackers were not going to be very good. He knew that the safeties were going to be a work in progress. He thought he knew that the offensive line was going to be great. If they're not great, then, then that would be a problem. Bo, enjoy the game tonight. Thanks very much. Sure. Bo Wolf, Eagles writer for allphilly.com.